All right, we are live. The first episode of the Rough Draft podcast. Uh, I am your host, Matt Giannettino, along with co-host Andy Priles. What's up, everybody? It's going to be a blast. Yeah, we're, we're excited to get this going. We've been thinking about this for a while. Uh, just a little bit of background on myself. Uh, big Giants fan from Long Island. Um, you know, really big into the draft. Have been for years since I was a little kid. And it's something that I really look forward to every year. I like to strategize and think about certain things. And this time of year is always fun, right, Andy? So uh, tell, everyone, tell everyone at home a little bit about about Andy Pryles. What do we got? Well, what a deal. You know, I'm from south of Boston. I've been a Pats fan my whole life since dad had me play Madden 02. He kicked my ass. I'm like, this sport seems tough. What the hell's a first down? So he has me watch a few Pats games. I get hooked, addicted. Flash, flash forward to present day. I love the draft. Been following the draft since about 2009 closely. It's been a lot of fun. It's a good time. Great time. Great time. All right, so just a little bit of a rundown on how we're going to do things here on the show. Um, you know, I don't know about every week doing a mock draft. We'll do one tonight. Uh, we won't go into too much detail, um, you know, because of uh, because it, it'll just take a little too long. Maybe we'll go in a little bit of a thing. But I think we're also going to do every week, uh, we're going to rank uh, positions on how we feel, analyze, do some player uh, pro comps, a little bit of things we've studied on film and how we feel. You know, we're going to rank some guys. I think today we're going to do the quarterbacks. Uh, what we've seen from that that class, which is a pretty intriguing <laughs> class, nonetheless, uh, not the best class that we've seen, but uh, we'll talk about that, and then we'll talk a little bit about some sleepers and some dark horses at the quarterback position, and maybe uh, elsewhere. Yeah, so, let's, go. let's get into it. Boom. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, right off the bat, again, like we'll say, probably not the best quarterback class, right? Not even close. These these guys are a train wreck. As a first day starter. They need development. They need to fix mechanics, playing style, pocket presence. But some have some upside. So yeah, absolutely. I think it's a good development class. Like if your team, a third-round quarterback, fourth round. I agree. Um, I look at teams like the New Orleans Saints, the Definitely. New York Giants, the Arizona Cardinals, uh, possibly the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, yeah, Steelers in there. Maybe the Texans, Texans. maybe. Yeah. I agree. I think teams like that maybe go get a quarterback, whether it's first round or, or third, fourth round. I think there's value in this draft at the quarterback position as far as um, grooming a guy to, to be the successor. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, Andy? Yeah, I think a good amount of players have tools. Uh, Mahomes, that's how you pronounce the last name out of Texas. Yeah. I love, he has high upside. Canada, beautiful. Yeah, uh, Watson's tough. I go back and forth. I'm not sure on him. All right, so let's let's start with let's start with our mocks. Let's start with our mocks. Let's do it. Um, let me get let me get mine. Do you have yours ready to go? Oh, oops, no mock. <laughs> All right, so I, I had one that came out uh, a couple weeks ago. My initial first mock that it was kind of you know this is tough. You know this time of year is tough. Uh, Pre free agency, we were a week from the combine. You know, a week from today, guys will start showing up to Indianapolis for the combine and it's tough. You know, you got to talk about medicals and uh, certain things come out about guys, uh, whether it's legal problems or whatever. So that fluctuates, obviously. 
Uh, and then free agency. You know, you talk about that. So this is All a tough, tough thing to predict, right? Yeah, especially in February, but we'll try our best. Why not? Yeah, why not? Let's see what we got. All right, you're up. Let's see what we All right. got. Well, what a surprise. The first pick, Miles Garrett, he's going one. Okay. This point. And to say about that, he's the best player. Yeah, I mean, I got nothing. I got, you know, what, do you want to do, uh, want to go one one and one, or you want to just list yours and then I'll list mine, or what do you want to do? You want to go back and forth? Yeah, yeah, let's go back and forth. All right, so I got Miles Garrett, no doubt about it. I mean, he probably doesn't want to play in Cleveland, but who would? Um, I, think, I think he's the good pick, yeah. So. Number two. The Niners, I think they go with Trubisky. I mean, okay. I just think they don't they don't get a free agent quarterback. I think LA, uh, not LA. What's his name? John Lynch. John Lynch is uh, pressured to take a quarterback, and I Trubisky will be the guy. I don't see Kaiser as the guy to San Fran. But okay, all right. Uh, I got a little bit of a different pick. I do think they're going to get a quarterback somehow in free agency or a trade. Um, I, I really do. I think. That Shanahan offense may be a little too much for a rookie. Uh, again, this is a good developmental draft, so maybe you get a guy in the later rounds to develop behind that. Um, obviously, we heard rumors of Matt Schaub possibly going there, and I think oh. obviously he's not the answer. But um, I think for maybe like one or two years until you get that developmental guy. Uh, oh, i got a flashlight going on with a pen. Uh, so my second pick overall for the, uh, the Niners is Mike Williams, the wide receiver from Clemson. Oh. Uh, a little high, I know. A lot of people will think I'm just really high on this guy. I think he's going to be uh, the next big receiver in the NFL. Um, I think that they need a receiver like this in that offense. And just overall, I mean, if you have a quarterback, you know, you got a good uh, running game with Carlos Hyde. Um, you know, of course, they have a couple tight ends that are average at best, but uh, definitely Michael Williams. Vance McDonald. So, yeah, Vance McDonald and Selleck. So. What a beast. So, yeah, yes. I go with Mike Williams. I respect that hot take. <laughs> oh, three, I mean, the Bears, I have them losing the Garoppolo sweepstakes to the Browns. So, I have them reaching for uh, Deshaun Kaiser. Wow. The quarterback, Notre Dame. And I would never make this pick, but that's what I got. I That, that GM paces, he's scared. Yeah. He's, he's got a quarterback somehow. He ain't getting Kirk Cousins, so it's Jimmy or a rookie. I think – I think that, the, again, they're another team that will end up getting a quarterback somehow in later on. or a trade or something like that. I have them taking Jonathan Allen, just an explosive player. He's, I mean, at that point, you got to kind of take him. And I think the only reason he doesn't go two is because they have Defoe and uh, Eric Armstead, and I just think he's too much of that type of player to, to add a third guy like that into your mix. I don't really think he's a – 4-3 DN, and I don't really think he's a D-tackle in a 4-3 either. So, And, I, and they already have the, D, the 4-3 D-tackle. So that's why I have him going three. I just think makes that defense a little bit better in Chicago. They weren't as bad, though, last year. So, Yeah, they before the injuries, they were a decent unit. So, bad. so then I the Jags. Yes. I haven't taken Jonathan Allen, probably the safest player on the board at this point. They just released Audric. It's a natural fit yep. in their defense. Uh, they run that hybrid 3-4 defense that the Seahawks run. I think you could make plays there. Safe pick. Uh, another year of Bortles. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the scheme fit there with Allen. Uh, I think that you're definitely right with that. 
Uh, I'm going to go for number four. Uh, it's Tom Coughlin time in Jacksonville. People forget that he's running the show now. And uh, when he first came to Jacksonville, he drafted a guy, Fred Taylor. And I think they, they continue that trend, kind of get Bortles some help. Uh, of course, they need some offensive line help. They just brought in Brandon Albert. That trade goes through. Uh, they'll need probably a couple other pieces, but they have the money to do so, and I think they're going to grab Leonard Fournette from LSU. Solid pick. <laughs> That'd be awesome. So, all right. Five. Yes. Titans are taking Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, stud corner out of OSU, man corner, press corner, tall corner, just hell of a corner. <laughs> And uh, they just don't have any corner help. They're going to release McCordy. I can't even name their other corners. Sensabar, I don't even know who they have. Yeah, I don't know. Their secondary is a mess. They need to patch that up. So either that or one of the safeties. I'm going with Lattimore, though. Okay. Yeah, I, I like that reasoning to take a corner there. Uh, I still just think uh, I have Adams, Jamal Adams, LSU there. Uh, I just think his value is too high. I, I think he could go as high as three. Really, I mean, it would be a reach at three, but I think he'll go at five to Tennessee. They still need secondary help anywhere they can get it, corner safety. I just think his value is too high. I respect that. So uh, so the Jets, I have another quarterback reach. Quarterback reach draft. Wow. I'm taking Deshaun Watson at six. Oh. And they're going to get rid of Geno and Fitz and free agency. Hackenberg will probably be cut after camp. That guy's a disaster. So they'll have Petty and Watson battling it out. Okay. Classic Jets fashion, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's it's going to be interesting, man. I, I I have them at six, taking the corner Marshawn Lattimore that you just had going to Tennessee. That's a, uh, if he's on the board, that's a no brainer. No brainer, like you said. I really like his game. You and I have discussed it. Physical, big corner. Um, you know, I think that you know with the whole thing with Revis going on, they have to take a corner. That team is going to be dismantled soon and rebuilt and. <laughs> The circus only continues for them. So, uh, but I still think he's the he's the fit. Um, whether they cut Revis, whatever they do with him, he they still need a corner. Um, safeties, Gilchrist and Pryor, they can live with. Yeah, they're not awful. That's why um, I had the corner. Yeah, you know. So I think the corner is the biggest need there for them. Yep, and then for the Chargers, I think Melly Hooker, uh, out of OSU, just the safest pick. They lost Weddle, uh, dies, whatever. And he's the best player on the board, in my opinion. Great pick. Yeah. And help solidify the secondary. Yeah, I, I agree there. That's my pick as well. First time we uh, we have a same Look at that. pick here. So uh, I agree with that. I think Hooker, even despite his injury, is going to be uh, – he'll be a playmaker back there for them like he was for Ohio State and, uh, you know, put him with Verrett in that secondary and Casey Hayward, uh, you know, fill yeah. that arc will void. Uh, that would be a good little secondary there. So – um, I like I like Hooker playing the single high um, over in uh, San Diego. So, yes. No way. Uh, so, for the Panthers, I got them taking Leonard Fournette. Okay. Uh, DeWitt's in the last year of his deal, and I just think – I've seen him mark there a lot, and I can see the fit, especially the power run game with Cam. Uh-huh. I mean, they need a lot of help, and I just don't know if receivers are good value there. So, I'll go with Fournette. Can't go wrong there. Yeah, I think this is an interesting pick because they could go with a lot of things here. Like you said, you know, who knows? Luke Keekley, is he done? You know, I don't know. You know, you well, never would, know. Uh, that would be hard. But I, I think 
you know, James Bradbury stepped in. He did a good job. Uh, I still think that they need that corner that they lost with, um, you know, Josh Norman. Um, I have a guy who comes from Washington, Sidney Jones. Um, the reason I have him here is because I like his upside. He's very physical. He's a good press corner. Um, those kind of corners, I think, in that system really fit. You get a guy kind of like a Josh Norman, a physical press man corner. Um, unfortunately, Norman kind of plays zone, but I don't want to get into that conversation. Uh, but no, I think Sidney Jones would be a good pick for them there. Uh, Maybe a little bit of a reach over a couple other guys, but I have a feeling that's kind of their guy. Kind of like a Marcus Peters, kind of from Washington, similar kind of player. I think he'd fit well there. Yeah, pairing with Bradbury, they'd have a good tandem. Yeah, for sure. uh, The Bengals have him taking Foster to play alongside. What's that guy's name? The Jerk? Uh, Yeah. um, Perfect. Vontez Perfect. Oh, perfect. Talented player, but complete asshole. Yes, I agree. And that Foster could play – at both spots in the 4-3 on the outside and the linebacker position. Very fast, downhill, yeah. hard hitter. Uh, there's injury concerns, but I think he's going to be a hell of a linebacker to play with perfect yeah. in the Bengals defense. I, I agree with that 100%. Uh, that's, a, that's a good pick. Uh, I have a, a pick here that's a little strange, uh, but I think his value right here is too good to pass up. Um, the fit scheme, schematically might not work, but Solomon Thomas from Stanford, uh, I think his motor is just unbelievable. The guy is quick off the ball. Um, you know, really, he flips his hips, uses his hands. He's violent. Uh, that man's incredible. Yeah, he's a good player, man. I think he definitely helped that defense out. Um, yeah, I think that they have the weapons on on offense now. But, yeah, you got to make sure Andy Dalton puts it together. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a big Solomon Thomas fan, though, so I think he's a top ten pick. Right? I think he's absolutely incredible. I think he's, I think he's the best player in the draft. But that's a discussion for another podcast. Oh, okay. Oh. Big hot um, take right there. All right. And uh, then Buffalo. Buffalo. Well, for the fourth quarterback in the first round, quarterback crazy. These teams, the Bills, they're rumored to get rid of Tyrod, so they're going with Patrick Mahomes out of Texas Tech. Ooh. Okay. All right. This man's my number one quarterback. I think he has high upside. He's accurate, cannon on, good release. He just played in that air raid of a mess, yeah. so it's going to be tough to translate. But I've watched interviews. He seems like he has in the head on, like, golf. Yeah. Just like, Ugh. So if he has intangibles in the mold, I think you can mold him into a solid quarterback. Yeah, uh, I agree with that, and I, I think that fits a pretty good good one. Um, the only thing I just – Something is weird to me about them taking a quarterback. I don't know. I I think there's no oh, doubt, I and I could see them going to get like Ryan Nassib or just complete, just like a <laughs> just a complete bomb, like a Mike Glennon. Um, giving up on Tyrod Taylor would be horrible. But I think uh, for some reason I have a feeling they're just not going to get that quarterback um, and I, in the draft. And I have them taking Corey Davis from Western Michigan. Uh, him and Sammy Watkins with uh, Robert Woods would be a, a really good – and you get, you know, uh, Charles Clay. That's a pretty good, you know, little group there with LaShawn McCoy. It's a pretty good skill position right there. Um, it'll be hard to double those guys. So, I have Corey Davis. That's been fun. Against, yeah. against the Pats. Solid pick. Yeah. And then the Saints. Saints story, I feel like it's on repeat the last four years. Offense is top three in yards and points, yards and points. Defense is a complete yeah. train wreck. So – 
they just go BPA here with uh, Solomon Thomas. As I said, the guy makes a play almost every snap, especially in that UNC game. He was causing havoc, and he can't solve the defense by himself, but him and Rankins, that's a, that's a line. That's a good – that's a really good line. Yep, that's I a agree good with that. Foundation. Just yeah, BPA. because they're probably going to lose Nick Fairley. So that's uh... – Yeah, Thomas can play all across the line, which is yeah. good. I agree. Um, that's a really good pick. I like it. I just think their biggest, you know, I watched them a lot this year for some reason. They played the Giants, and uh, their biggest problem was they needed corner help. Um, definitely, geez, uh, still more. exactly. So, you know, Delvin Bro was out with a broken leg. See how he comes back. Um, I got Marlon Humphrey, the corner out of Alabama. I think he'll end up being a bust just like D Milner. Uh, however, I still think he has some talent and could produce and be a pretty good um pretty good corner in the league so i have him going there at 11 solid and then with the browns their second pick yeah the analytics machine what are they thinking up there i have them taking uh oj howard kind of reach at this point wow it's good pick. it's just i feel like their numbers are crunching they just want they want talent inject talent and while he plays the tight end position the man's a freak might run a 4-4 just Unbelievable tight end can block like an offensive lineman. Yep. Best player available. That Browns team is an expansion team. Just add talent to it. Pryor, Howard, uh, Coleman. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I have them taking first quarterback actually off the board for me. Uh, would Ooh. be Mitch Trubisky. I think Trubisky here will go. Um, I think he – you know, I think top five is, is hard for me to justify that someone taking him. Um, and I think this is a good fit with the Browns. They're not going to really go out probably and get anyone, maybe besides, you know, Garoppolo. And, you know, even if that doesn't work out, uh, he only will have like one year left on his deal. So maybe I will give Trubisky time to develop. Uh, I, I still think he'd be the, the fit there at, at 12. Yeah, that, according to most mocks, that'd be a good value for them as well. Yeah, exactly. And Cardinals, very talented team. Just they didn't win many games. Uh, I have them taking Sidney Jones, a press corner across Peterson. That was their biggest problem, especially in the game they played us week one. The corner across from Peterson was atrocious. Couldn't cover Mitchell. Couldn't cover Edelman. Ate him alive. And I think they had trouble at that spot all year with Myers Cooper. They need an upgrade, and I feel like he can provide it. All right. Uh, again, I have another quarterback here. Uh, we'll Ooh. obviously delve into our uh, discussion about these guys a little later. But I have Deshaun Kaiser here, the Notre Dame quarterback. Second off the board, I think uh, he would just fit that offense. And, then again, he doesn't have to start right away. Um, and he can sit behind Palmer for one year, possibly two, but I think one. Uh, and I think he's the pick there from Notre Dame. Nice pick. And then the Colts here are getting a – he fell hit at this point. The Colts are getting a steal in Jamal Adams. You touched on him earlier. I don't know how he's at 14, but that's because of my quarterback insane mock as it is. His team's just biting on QBs like in 2011 with Gabbard and all those bumps. So, uh, yeah, they get Jamal Adams. Their team's a mess on defense, so add any talent they can. Mike Adams is old. Yep. Infuse that defense with some talent. Yep. Uh, I like that that pick for the Eagles. Um, yeah, they obviously need some receiver help. I still don't think they're going to draft one, though. Um, I still think that they're not going to give up on the other guys quite yet. Um, oh, you have – I'm sorry, is this the Colts pick or was this the – The Colts, Colts my man. <laughs> I was flip. like, no. I'm sorry, so you had the Colts. So this is a coin flip pick, so I'm a little 
It's one of those some some mocks have one team, some mocks have the other. So you do the culture. Oh, oh sorry, my bad. Yeah, that's okay. No, that's okay. I you know it depends. It all depends. I was like, whoa. So if we're gonna go with the Colts at fourteen, um, I have Dalvin Cook. Uh, I just feel like that offense um, really just needs something from a running back. Um, it needs something. I mean, I know it's the Andy Luck show. Um, <laughs> I'm not a big uh, Dalvin Cook fan, but I still think he fit that offense. Uh, tends to be a power run. And I think that would work out for him. Um, so yeah, that's my pick for them. Sorry about that. And then the, no, no problem. The Eagles—they have problems at corner and receiver. I Corey Davis is a stud. I haven't taken Corey Davis. Immediately steps in as the number one receiver, the number one threat. Sorry, Jordan Matthews. Yeah, they can get Wentz some help. That was bad. I mean, I'm not that high on Wentz, but Beckham and Aguilar were just dropping everything. Yeah, they that's a that's a tough group. Like I said earlier before I forgot about the coin flip pick here. Uh, I just don't think they're ready to give up on those guys. Plus they still have two pretty decent tight ends in Selick and Ertz. That's true. Uh, the tight ends are options there. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh Gary on Conley, the corner out of Ohio State, the other corner there. I actually really like his game. Again, it may be a little bit high for him, but uh, compared to the rest of the guys, I'm not a big like uh Tease Tarber fan. Uh, Quincy Wilson, both those guys, the, the Florida corners. Um, I, I watched their tape. Not really super impressed by them. Gary on Conley and you know Lattimore and Eli Apple and you know like the corners that we've seen over the years. They're they're actually not that bad. Um, you know, and, and a lot of the defensive backs from Ohio State, Von Bell, uh, the man in Denver, the third corner. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what's his name? Um, Bradley Roby. Bradley Roby. There you go. So they're all pretty solid corners. Uh, so I'm going to go with Gary on Conley here to the Eagles. Um, solid. So then we have the Ravens at 16. And Austin yeah. Newsom, he's a big talent guy. They yeah. take chances. And uh, although he's off the field problems, like I have them taking Tim Williams, outside linebacker. They're running the wow. three four. And even though they have Doomerville and Suggs, it's a great talent pick. They've drafted Bama players in the past. And I think it's a natural fit in the defense. And, I think he'd ball there big time. Yeah, that's, that's a good pick because uh, Doomerville might leave after this year. And yeah, they're both old. So right, exactly. I, I I like that pick. That's that's for sure. Uh, I have them taking a a guy that uh, defensive lineman from Tennessee, Derek Barnett. Nice. Um, the reason I have this pick is because um, I, I just see him fitting in, in a three four system. At the defensive end position, he's a big frame guy. He can add on some pounds. He can lose some pounds. Uh, I don't really necessarily think he could rush off the edge in a 3-4, but I, I think he would definitely be a good DN there uh, in either a 3-4 or a 4-3, but his natural fit is a DN. Um, I just, I, he just looks like a Raven, man. I don't know if it's like that. I, I, I've yeah. seen him compare to Suck, so that makes sense. All right, yeah, so there well, you then, go. Uh, Derek Barnett, Rocky Top. And then, well, yeah. this team's a little strange, especially that GM. I have them taking a safety out of UConn, Obi Melifonmu, a reach. Wow. People are like, what's going on? Uh, Hall is just crumbling at the safety spot, and yeah, yeah. They, they take a reach here, a classic Redskins pick. Just had to do it. Wow. Yeah, I, I think he's a talented player, very athletic, but needs to be molded. 
Yeah, I think uh, he, has, he has a physical ability, and I'll tell you what, he could hit. He could hit. He can come down in the box and hit you. But, um, yeah, I mean, that kind of reminds me of like a Byron Jones kind of like Cowboys pick. You know, this guy just tears it up at the combine, and he's a, oh, yeah. he on tape, he's a freak, and just, you know, playing the American Conference, whatever they play in. I don't know how that sure. talent is. But uh, I for the Redskins here, this is going to sound really, really weird, but I could see it. Uh, especially with their owner, Dan Schneider. I really do think Kirk Cousins is not going to come back. For some reason, I have a feeling. Um, I have them taking Deshaun Watson. What well, you like it. I like it. Uh, different kind of pick, different take on this. And, yeah, I think he's the, he's the pick at 17 for them, especially if Kirk Cousins doesn't come back. I'd bet on him rookie of the year if he had those weapons. <laughs> yeah, pretty good, pretty good weapons, no doubt. That would be interesting. So the Titans at 18 and their second pick. Uh, it, Derek Barnett fell in my mark. I don't think it's a great fit, but it's the best player available. I could have them going corner, but with Sidney Jones and Lattimore off, I'm not I'm not huge on Conley. He's great, but for a man corner this high, so I'll go with Derek Barnett. Okay. Um, I have uh, number 18. I think that they still need another weapon on offense. Uh, I don't really like this guy as a prospect. He is a speedy guy, but John Ross – uh, the receiver out of Washington. I really don't like his tape, but I think that they just need a, another offensive piece on the receiver position. Uh, so I think he's the guy there. Um, uh, there's nothing more I can really say about John Ross and that pick. I just think that at that point, he's the best guy for what they need. I, I like that pick. And then now the Bucks, a pretty talented team. Uh, yeah. Winston's been improving. And I have them taking uh, – David Njoku, if that's how you pronounce his last name, out of Miami. That man is just – he's a speed demon. He's an athletic tight end, and the best part is you could play him in the slot with Cameron Brait at the yeah. main tight end. You could get him involved as rookie year. He, uh, Winston needs a weapon across uh, Evans, and I think I'm a big Njoku guy, and I think he could help that offense, especially have two tight ends and Evans out there. That would be a nightmare in the red zone. Yeah, that's that's a good good pick there. I uh, like Njoku's athleticism. Um I have a guy uh, on the defensive line from Michigan State, uh, Malik McDowell. He reminds me a lot of a Carlos Dunlap kind of player. Uh, you pair him with Gerald McCoy. Um, you, know, you put him with uh, you know Robert Ayers, learning from guys like that. Uh, they still need that other defensive end spot short up. So I think Malik McDowell will come in. He can rush outside, inside, do a little everything because he's got that big body. And I think he'd be a good fit for them, uh, disrupt some havoc on the inside. Solid pick. And then the Broncos at pick 20, always prioritize, he said in the media, that he needs to fix the offensive line. Yep. So I have them taking Ramzik out of uh, Wisconsin. Now, you're the offensive line specialist, so I'll defer to you, but I've heard he's him or Bulls is the best tackle. So I, at this point, I'm not qualified to say who the best tackle is. Uh, this is tough. Um, like? I, have, I have Garrett Bowles here for them. Oh, is that I a better fit? The only reason I have it um, – he he's a draft riser right now. He he seems like more of of the sure pick because Ramzik, although Ramzik I think has a higher I think they both have high ceilings, but I think with Ramzik he came out a year early. Um and uh -huh. you see those guys tend to struggle because even senior tackles struggle their first year. Uh but he's also coming off of shoulder surgery. So there's kind of questions about his health, how he's gonna hold up. I think he'll be fine, but I think Towards the draft, comes a, uh, it comes a little bit more. Yeah, you're going to get Garrett Bowles. Uh, he'll be the head of that class, I think, in the tackle spot. Uh, 
just because I think he's the safest pick. Nice. And then with the Lions, I have them taking uh, Tredavious White out of LSU. And uh, Darius Slay is a great corner, but besides that, they're lacking. And knowing the Lions, they'll just draft the tight end like Ebron, like for no reason. They blow so many top picks on just wasted stuff. And But I would give him a man corner uh, across from uh, – what's his face? Because I just – I think he has smooth hips and stuff. He's raw, but I like his upside. I like him for the Patriots. Yeah, I, I actually have uh, – I, and I think 21 and 22 for me could flip-flop by these two picks. But uh, I have Taco Charlton here from Michigan. Uh, I think they need another um, – they need a big body DN on the other side of Ziggy Ansah. Um, I forgot who stepped in last year. The uh, the, the Hyder, or right? Oh, Hyder. I, I just don't think he's the he's the he, he's a good third DN maybe, but I don't know if he's a starting DN that you could kind of build around in the future uh, opposite Ansah. So I have Taco Charlton. A lot of pro comps to Justin Tuck. I've seen rush inside and outside. Um, he's got a pretty good motor. He's got the high ceiling. I, I think that that would be a good pick for them. But I think corner is definitely another thing to watch, like you said. Um, besides Darius Slay, they're pretty thin there. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And then with the Dolphins, uh, just releasing Mario Williams, I have them taking Taco Sheldon for reasons you stated. Just a high, high upside defensive end. He's, his body similar to Chandler Jones out of Syracuse. Uh, he's inconsistent, but he's he has the body, and I just – I think he'll mold into a good player for the Dolphins at this spot. Yeah, like I said, I think these two could flip-flop. My other guy here for the Dolphins is Tease Tabor, uh, Jalen Tabor from Florida. Uh, they desperately need another corner over there besides Byron Maxwell. They had Tony Lippett, who was a converted college-wide receiver, um, <laughs> started corner for them. So they're definitely pretty thin at the corner position. And like I said, I, I agree with you. I think Taco could go there as well, and I think Tease could go above to uh, – Detroit to be that corner spot. So very similar two picks there. I just think they, they could flip-flop, be interchangeable, and uh, yeah. Nice. And, uh, ooh, you, you might not like this pick, but the Giants are getting a draft steal, according to Mox. And uh, I have you guys yeah. taking Dalvin Cook at okay. this spot at pick 23. Uh, listen, they the Giants have tried to run the ball for the last three years with Jennings, and I think Perkins could be something, but I think you definitely need, like, a main back. Okay. And – he could definitely be a weapon in the passing game and on that, but I could see Giants fans not being a huge fan of this pick, but it's, it's a good play available. Yeah, if this happened, uh, I wouldn't be sitting there like last year on the couch with my mouth open, <laughs> but maybe we could edit that video in and show everyone that. Oh, definitely. I did not like the Eli Apple pick last year when it first happened, but I do like it now. Uh, 2020 hindsight, I guess, it worked out. Um, but I will say with the Giants here, I tried to think about their free agency and what they're going to do. Um, I don't really think that they need a tight end here because I think they have a couple pieces. I could definitely see them signing like a Jack Doyle type guy. Nothing too crazy. Howard on the board too. Howard's on the board, right. but I don't have him. I don't have him going yet, believe it or not. I have nice. them taking Zach Cunningham. Uh, we saw him nice play pick. at Auburn. Uh, I think they look for speed at the, at the linebacker spot. They haven't drafted a first-round linebacker since Carl Banks. Uh, I think he's just a tackling machine. You could play him outside or inside. Um, stop the run. He's pretty good. Pretty, he flips his hips. He's a great athlete. He can get in the coverage for a middle backer. I think he'll play outside, though. Um, him, I think B.J. Goodson will play the inside, or they'll compete with each other for the inside if they don't keep cutting him on the outside. And then Devon Kennard will be their linebackers. Uh, I think he's just the safest pick there. I think that's just 
just a giant pick right there. Uh, hopefully, if they go linebacker, finally. So that's my pick. Old pick. That add to an already elite defense. That'd be fun to watch as a fan. Oh yeah. And then Raiders. Yeah. Interesting. They need defensive help, but Latavius Murray's a free agent. I don't think he's a very good running back. Right. They have that little guy. He's a change of pace guy. Well, do you know whoever that is? Yeah. Uh, I think his last name is. He made a lot of plays, but he just feels small. Yeah, I'm. His name is like escaping me, but he. Uh, yeah. People know what we're talking about. But the other uh, DeAndre Washington as well. Uh, yeah, true. But I'm going with uh, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I almost took him here. The thing is, especially for the Raiders, he can act as a two-way player because their third receiver Roberts isn't very good, and McCaffrey could play the slot with uh, Cooper and Crabtree, and he also can be a dynamic running back in the running game and the receiving game. I think he could play – he'd be like an 80% snap player, play some slot receiver, play running back, just a weapon for the Raiders. Yeah, I, like I said, I, I almost uh, picked him here thinking the same thing as well. Uh, however, I didn't go with him. I think uh, Jimmy Smith was average this year for them. Uh, I don't think he lived up to his contract really so much to say. Uh, they have David Amerson, who ended up being a pretty good player for them, came over from the Redskins. I still think that they need another corner. I haven't taken Quincy Wilson at this point at 24. I think it's still a good value pick for them uh, where he is coming out of Florida. So uh, nice a lot of people have him higher than T's Tabor, but um, I don't know. I like him here. It's a good value. Solid. And then the Texans, I have them taking Buda Baker out of uh, Washington. Wow, good pick. Out of the third safety on the board, very good uh, range. And um, the Texans' defense is loaded, but all the quarterbacks are gone in my mock. And offensively, they have weapons. So add to the defense, already strong defense. And hopefully you can have someone compete with Brock maybe in the later rounds. Yeah, I, I, th- I agree with that later round quarterback selection uh, idea that you have. Um, I have Ryan Ramsek here. Uh, I think with his injury, like we talked about, he'll slide down a couple picks. Uh, I think that he'll play right tackle for them opposite Dwayne Brown and sure up that that spot. Um, I think they had a couple guys rotate in there. It was a revolving door this year, and I think he's the, the safest pick uh, that fills a need for them. And then the Seahawks is probably one of the best picks in the draft considering the fit for the defense. Mylon Humphrey, corner. Okay. A big fizz. I'm not particularly big on him, but for the cover three scheme they run, big physical corner across Sherman, hit people yeah. coming down the field. Uh, they're not too big. They just like big corners. They don't really care if you can cover the shifty wideouts. Hurt them in Super Bowl 49. But uh, <laughs> got to put that plug in there. But a great pick for them, especially with Deshaun Shad as a torn ACL. Right. Be on. <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great pick there, especially uh, on your board, the value. Uh, I would agree. Um, I have them taking, again, like we talk about all the time with them, Russell Wilson and Andrew Luck are <laughs> the most destroyed quarterbacks in the league when it comes to hits, and I don't know how he does it. Uh, I think value-wise here, some people said this guy could have went top 10. Cam Robinson from Bama, I think he has some off-the-field problems. I think that might come back to get him, but he'll slide down. I think, again, it's another good value pick for them, and they need it. Uh, they need that offensive line help as much as they get. Last year they started, they got Ifedi in the first round. But they need to – they can't keep converting guys or guys who were converted from some position to offensive line. They need a sure thing offensive lineman. Oh. And I think Robinson gives that to them and probably starts at left tackle right away. Yeah, instant starter. And then with the Chiefs, I have them taking out my best corner on the board, Gary and Conley. Uh, I know Terrence Mitchell played good for a few games. PFF said across from Marcus Peters, but 
awesome games. Just they got yeah. roasted by the Broncos, and um, they they need help across Peters, and Conley can provide that in a man scheme. Okay, um, I like that pick. Uh, I have a guy here who a lot of people don't know where his fit is, and if you have followed the draft, you kind of probably know who I'm talking about here, and it's Jabril Peppers. Uh, I think one of the best athletes in the draft. Of course, I don't think anyone would argue that. I think you could plug him really anywhere on that defense. Um, I could really see him excelling at an outside linebacker spot, like a third safety. Uh, you never know what's going on with Eric Berry or op- even opposite Eric Berry. You could play him. Uh, I think there's just so much you could do with him. He's just such a versatile player, and it would be a great piece to that defense. That's a good fit for the Chiefs. He'll be moving around. Right. And then the Cowboys. I have them taking uh, Terrell Basham out of Ohio. They need pass rush help, and I'm higher on this guy than a lot of people. I just think he's a really natural fit in a 4-3, and he's a very solid player in both regards, setting the edge and rushing the passer. Might not be as great as a pure pass rush as the Cowboys want, but he'll be a solid starter for years to go. All right. Uh, this pains me to say this, but I think this pick makes the most sense here. Especially with Jason Witten getting older, I have him taking O.J. Howard. Um, oh. This is late for him, but I think all these things could line up for these for him to go, to go here. Uh, again, I don't think the Giants need a, a tight end as much as people think they do. Of course, I love O.J. Howard. I would be ecstatic if they took him, and I think he'd help out right away. I just think that they need to continue to shore up that defense, and I think that they will find answers in the offense, but digressing from the Giants and why this is the pick. I think that they really do need a tight end who they could develop behind Witten because I don't really think he's got much left in the tank. One, two years, uh, he'll learn from the best, and I think that he'll be uh, right along with Zeke and Dak. That'll be a heck of a Yeah, that'd be scary. So but I think I think he's a good pick there. Nice. And the Packers, the gym in the recent draft has gone defense quite a lot, especially on the defensive line. Yep. So I'm thinking Takaris McKinley. Like, he fits the mold of like a Dayton Jones, Nick Perry type of 3-4 outside linebacker they like to use. They – their defense, once again, held them from potentially winning the Super Bowl. Rodgers was on a streak. And while they could use corner help, especially with Sam Shields on, I think McKinley is a good value here. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I, I could definitely see a guy like Tredavious White going here. Um, stuff like that, maybe a Dory Jackson at corner. But I have them taking, uh, again, similar type player to that, a 3-4 outside linebacker, Carl Lawson from Auburn. Uh, I like his size, his speed. Uh, his power um, coming off the edge, you know, maybe he'll fill that void. Nick Perry's a free agent, uh, so they could go grab him opposite Clay Matthews, and I think that'd be a good pick for them. I think, like you said, um, it's kind of what they look for. They need more defensive help, and I think he'd provide that pass rush that they look for. Great, definitely. And then the steal is this pains me to say because he's probably he's one of my three favorite players in the draft for value. Uh, Desmond King, corner out of Iowa, corner safety hybrid. 10 pounds a corner and can he turns his hip to quick feet amazing zone instincts for the Steelers defense can play man leader just a complete he's a stealer just a great pick he'll be a starter there for a decade just that's a hell of a pick for them good for them uh I have a guy who has been rising up had a great senior bowl week uh the temple linebacker Hassan Riddick uh, I think oh, Riddick, nice. I think Riddick could definitely rush the edge uh, for them, which they kind of look for, again, in the 3-4. Uh, he'll be a big rusher there. Again, powerful guy, makes tons of tackles. 
Uh, I think he's definitely going to be an undervalued, underrated late round steal for them, and uh, I'll be I'll be a good fit in Pittsburgh with that defense. Yeah, definitely, and the Falcons probably arguably the most talented roster in the league coming back with Desmond Trufant. They don't have many holes. I have them take Malik McDowell, uh, best player available type player. Yeah, and after the Super Bowl, just was out of gas pass rush wise. Freeney's thirty eight years old. They don't really have anyone else besides Grady Jarrett, and I think McDowell. He's not a great run defender right now, but that's honestly they don't need that. With they get a giant lead in half these games, so he'll be a good situational pass rusher year one with a high upside. Yeah, again, I have another situational pass rusher here. I have them taking the UCLA outside linebacker Tack McKinley. I think he could be a fit in both three four and a four three. He's long, uh, he's quick, just like a lot of bunch of these uh, these guys. He's got good bend, uh, powerful guys. Just got everything you could really want. I think at thirty one. Again, just another late-round steal that would just fit their, what their needs. Uh, with pass rusher, obviously, Dwight Freeney, I doubt he'll come back. He's probably going to retire if he comes back maybe one yeah. more year. But I think Tack would probably take over there uh, as the guy. Sweet. And the Patriots, uh, honestly, Belichick would probably trade down here. Probably doesn't love anyone at the board at this point. But uh, if I were him, I would. he would probably take Hassan Reddick, as you mentioned earlier. Just a, a freak athlete could mold him. Outside linebacker, outside linebacker. Jamie Collins try to fill that void and have a, another defensive pick. Yeah, I think that's a great pick for them, and I actually contemplated that as well. Uh, but, you know, I, I have them taking who everyone else has them taking, and that's Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I think, again, <laughs> the value here just makes sense, and he'll be another uh, weapon to play battleship with when you play Tom Brady and the Pats. So, uh, I like that good luck. So he'll be all over the place. He'll be, I think he'll be, this is a hot take, but uh, I think him and James White will be the two backs, but I think he'll have probably the biggest breakout year. He'll be the best running back in that system in a long, long time. Probably, if not the best. Corey Dillon, maybe that far back. If not the best, yep. That'd be. Fans would argue with James White's emergence, but the thing is, McCaffrey's way more dynamic. He can run the ball, he can play the slot, and that's a BPA type Belichick pick. So I could, if he was on the board, I might have took him. Yeah. So great way to end the mock draft. That's it. So that's that's, that's our it. first our first go at it. Uh, we'll actually have more to go. Maybe uh, you know, post combine, we'll have something risers fallers with that. Um, yeah, definitely. On the site, we'll post our picks on the mock. Yeah, that'd be great. Yes. Uh, that's actually a great segue, Andy. Thank you. Uh, we have uh, – well, we don't. Um, our, our buddy uh, Pat Cheever put together uh, – Boston was it Maniacs Boston? Boston Maniacs. Boston Maniacs. Maniacs. Excuse me, yes. BostonManiacs.com. So a new website. Tons of uh, New England-based stuff. But um, we'll have some stuff on there, obviously, for the draft for everyone. And uh, we'll have some player evals with both of us. So we'll be uh, contributing. We love the draft. Great content there, as well as all of the Boston sports. I'd check it out. Yeah, check it out. If you guys are just a fan of sports or Boston sports, it'd be a great thing to check out. Um, so I know we have both audiences from New England and New York, but hey, you know, if you're, if you're into the draft, it's it, it will be good. So we'll have a bunch of stuff. Right, on right. That. Uh, Is it time for QB ranks? I believe so. Let's go through a little uh, little scouting reports of the QBs. Ranges ranks, but. I that's all right. You go first to me. Who's your number one? Uh, my number one, I'm going to go with uh, Deshaun Watson. 
Yeah. Uh, this isn't the obviously this isn't the order. I want to preface this saying it's not the order in which they go in the draft. It's just what I think is the best. Uh, again, I'll do a pro comp. Doesn't necessarily mean that I think that they're um, they'll play like this per their style of play is like this person. Doesn't mean that their stats will be like that or whatnot. Because uh, I have some interesting uh, comparisons. Some guys maybe didn't even pan out, but I just still think their style of play is like that person. Um, I have Watson first. Obviously, you know, some of his decision making was, eh. You know, he he had a lot of turnovers. His 15, 2015 was better than sixteen. Of course, he had the most turnovers I think in college football uh, this past year. Um, but I still think he's a winner, man. He's he's proven. He's got a good arm. He's got good – I like his pocket presence when he stands in there, uh, when he's not being rushed. He's got a, a good arm. His accuracy, nah. Sometimes it can be a little shady at times. But I have him compared to – and we talked about this, and I agree, uh, Dak Prescott just with better mechanics. I think he's a little bit more fluid. Uh, I think he's a little less raw, more experienced. I think he's the most experienced quarterback in this draft. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he's a proven winner. So he's been battle-tested, and I think that that comes down to a lot in the eyes of a scout in the NFL. Definitely. He has the leadership, too. Right. It's just – I think he's a safe pick in the sense of – I can't see him busting. I think he'd – like, I think he'll be like a weak starter, high-end backup at worst. I just – I think he has the drive to become good. Like, Dak had a lot of problems. But yeah. But it doesn't matter if he's a high pick, worth it. I mean, the guy played his first year at the end uh, with a torn ACL. So – That says it all. Yeah, that's a – uh, but yeah, I have my yeah my comp to him would be Dak, just with better mechanics. And then my first quarterback is obviously Mahomes out of Texas Tech. Okay. When I I watched three games of him and just high upside, mobile, strong arm, improviser, accurate. Uh, he needs he needs help with his feet, his pocket presence. His pocket presence is bad naturally, but he likes to roll out. And he just didn't face anything resembling NFL defense. He doesn't know what a playbook is. Up a lot of East Illinois, like a moldable upside player that he needs. He needs a good two years under the bench coaching, which I don't know if he'll get it. But if he does, I think he has the attitude and the tools to be a high-end quarterback, similar like Steve McNair, mobile, strong arm, big, big player. Right. And I have one. Okay. Uh, my second quarterback here. I know you're not a fan of him, but I'm going to go with Deshaun Kaiser. Um, the only reason so the only reason I have him second, I mean, I'll discuss that with my next pick, but uh, the, I really like his game. Of course, I'm a little biased being a Notre Dame fan. His decision-making is horrible. I think his character is in question because of how he kind of fell off towards when things started getting bad. Um, that could just be Notre Dame as a whole wasn't good. His defense didn't give him much help. But if you watch him against Texas, I mean, he looked like he could have possibly been the number one overall pick. No doubt about it. He's got a great deep ball, big body. He runs like a horse. He's a just a big dude. Um, I have him, again, comped to a guy, uh, Cam Newton. And the only reason I make that comparison, um, again, I, I don't think he will be Cam Newton. I just think his big body, he's got the arm, uh, the arm strength. Uh, again, his, some of his decision-making is horrible. Um, yeah. His – He's a, he's a mold. He's a clay. You got to mold him. You got to mold him. Uh, again, yeah, he's a guy that he has to sit for two, three years, I think, before he'll play. Um, and I think maybe that's why Arizona would be a good fit for him. Learn behind a Carson Palmer. But if he can straighten out 
if he has a character issue, if he can straighten that out and he can straighten out some of his decision-making, gain some confidence, I think he's got all the raw ability and the measurables to be a good quarterback in this league. So, so Mahomes and uh, Kaiser for us are similar type projects. We see high upside, but they can't really start right away. Right. And, then, and similarly, we have Watson too, but in my opinion, he's the most ready quarterback. To play. Correct. He'll handle the playbook. He'll bust his ass. He made – Clemson changing at the line of scrimmage. Just a leader, mobile. I have I have him with accuracy issues, and his arm strength doesn't impress me, but he has poison in the pocket. Similar – very similar uh, to Dak, Alex Smith, but I think he's more dynamic than Alex Smith. And it's questions on his upside, but yep. I do think he'll lead a team and he'll start. I just a matter of how good it'll be. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with all that stuff. Uh, for me – uh, it's close here, my number three to my number two. Uh, Pat Mahomes. Uh, you know, Mahomes, like you said, I mean, he's a gunslinger, this guy. Yeah, uh, he, he throws with all different kind of arm angles. It reminded me of – I have him – he's a little bit faster, uh, Matt Stafford. Um, I, I like that. I uh, definitely see that. Damn, I might know, switch that. Uh, maybe like a little bit – like a Derek Carr at Fresno. Again, gunslinger, you know, kind of like a just go get it and heave it kind of quarterback uh but again like i said his his arm angles his off balance throws he doesn't really twist his body he's just kind of chucks it and i mean he's got he's great i mean there's no doubt about it but again i think you talk about his footwork is pretty bad he'll throw with his feet in the ground uh i think he has all the intangibles to be a good quarterback i just think he's got to put that on the field um and get into a, a pro style playbook which could be a challenge because it has been in the past but i think his ceiling could be the highest out of any uh, quarterback because, again, he's got the arm strength. He's probably made the most NFL-ready type throws. That's um, that's that's how I put him one by Harrow or Watson. Right. Just, um, you just don't know how he's going to be with the playbook. Yeah, it's a mystery with the, all that. And then yeah. next, my third quarterback is probably you and me's our biggest difference of any player in the draft. Okay. And my third quarterback above Kaiser and above Trubisky. Is none other than the good old Chad Kelly out of Ole Miss. Oh, gosh. <laughs> now, obviously, you have the off-field stuff. He seems a little quirky, but is asking for nudes that big a deal? And then uh, running, running on his brother's field, smoking pot, stuff. So now we'll get to the field. Cannon arm, um, pretty – some of his throws, Matt, you can't deny it. It's like – No, I mean – He's in that window. And the next throw, he'll throw a pick right at the linebacker. This, right. He reminds he's me – He's a typical old Miss quarterback like Eli. Yeah. <laughs> no, he broke Eli's records. Like, I, this is going to be the hottest take of the night. I think he reminds me of same height and weight, mobility, a young Brett Favre. It, okay. it, it's not willing if he'll be Brett Favre. But, like, the gunslinger mentality, this guy gives no Fs. He'll run straight into Ruben Foster up the gut, get decked. I think he has what it takes to lead in time. It's just I can see why people have him undrafted. They think he's the next Johnny Manziel or something. But I want quarterbacks with upside who have franchise traits. And I would take a shot at him as early as the late second round, third round. Uh, I agree with all your. I agree with what you're saying. It's definitely justified. I, I agree with the. He could be a good leader. I think his fire is just like almost too much, where it gets him out of control. Uh, I just don't see it with him. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't like it. I, I don't. I just. I watch his film. I just not a fan. Um, I, this reminds me of you know people are high on him just like they were high on Jared Goff and I don't I didn't like Jared Goff. I just on him. I'll be open with you, fans. Uh, so I, I don't like him. Um, 
I respect. Him. I don't like his. I don't like him as a person. I don't. You know, again, he does kid stuff, but that stuff translates to to be a problem later on. You know, for the most yeah. part. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. I mean, Johnny Manziel was off partying with Drake, and he wasn't running on the, his field to beat up another high school, his brother's high school game. So, and he got kicked out of Clemson. This kid, like, I mean, he's a mess. Community school. So, no, I, know. So, I understand. Uh, but no, I mean, you justified your point, so I can't. If Bob lived in the social media era, trust me, it wouldn't have been bad. <laughs> uh, I have next, I have, uh, I guess this would be four for me, right? Uh, yep. Yeah, I have uh, Mitch Trubisky. Um, again, I think a lot of his measurables could be questioned if he's really 6'2, 6'3. Some people say he's more like six one, makes a big difference. Uh, I again, I think he's an average quarterback. He's obviously played in more of a pro style system. Uh, a lot of people have comped him to Ryan Tannehill. I see it. Uh, I see. He kind of reminds me a little bit of like Ken Dorsey, who played at Miami um, back in the early two thousands. Brady Quinn. Ugh, um, yeah, you know, I just. I, I don't really see it from him. I, I think don't see the stuff. Right. Uh, you know, I, I don't see the stuff, right? He's an average quarterback. He doesn't even have that much experience. He started, what, 12 like, how many years. games they played this he year? He job to, like, some undrafted player in the Packers. They didn't make the team. Marquise Williams? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, which is a red flag. Right. So, a lot of people talk about that. Uh, I think he, he could definitely run an NFL offense. He'd understand an NFL offense. His skill, though, I think it could catch up to him. And uh, again, I could see him being a good, almost like a Fitzpatrick, his role. Like he maybe start a couple years. Maybe he'll be just a really good quality backup, but not good enough to get it done once he's a starter. Yep, I agree with everything you pretty much just said. And that's why after this, it's, this is a big fall for me. And then, but I do have Kaiser fourth. I just I think he's too much of a mess to fix. I hated his decision making, but his 2015 tape is honestly much better. That's oh yeah, race. So pretty much everything you said. He's just tall, strong arm. He's accurate. His release is good, but that those decision making. Oh, that decision making was just brutal. Yeah. And then some some passes he's just missing. So yeah. My comp for him is honestly like until proven otherwise. Blaine Gabbard, another six five athletic person. Quarterback. I can see like Blake Bortles even with him too. Good, good Blake or bad Blake? Like, right. yeah, bad I, Blake, I well, but bad Blake. Yeah. 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 So that's my fourth quarterback. I personally would just, I would not draft him unless he fell very far. And but I have him above Trubisky because the the thing with quarterbacks, it's upside for me. And okay, I have him slightly above Trubisky. All right. Um, my last guy. Yeah. Who I hope he goes to the Giants. You know, you and I have talked about this later in the rounds. I think he'd be a good developmental quarterback. Davis Webb, Cal, I could see him in the fourth round, maybe late third, fourth round. Um, if you can get him in the fifth, take him. Uh, I don't really know he'll go that far. Uh, someone came out today, or not today, excuse me, this or later this earlier this week, whatever, and said he'll maybe be the best quarterback in this draft. I could see that. Uh, I really could too. I think he's got he's got all the measurables. Um, he's got the arm strength. People have comped him to Jared Goff. I'm sorry, but when I look at him, I see Nick Foles, um, big quarterback. He had, a, he had two good years, so right. Um, again, it's not going to be the production of Nick Foles. I just see his playing style like Nick Foles. Um, you know, big quarterback, big arm. 
you know, he, he transferred out of one spread school to another Texas Tech to Cal. I still think he's got the, the measurables to actually, and he makes the throws of a, of a pro. I think he's got the pro style uh, range. He can make the throws, I bet you. Uh, I could just see him under center or, or in the shotgun, especially for the Giants, you know, more out of the shotgun. He'd be a little bit more comfortable. Um, I think he'll definitely be better than Goff, and he could be the steal of this draft at the quarterback position late. Oh, I definitely can see that. He was close, but uh, for fifth quarterback by an edge, Trubisky, just for the fact that I think he could he could start early and not be a train wreck. Right. He's accurate, quick release. Velocity's average, upside, I don't see it. And then, like, I see him in the huddle. I just don't know if he has, like – I just Right. I, I'm not sure I see it, but he has enough tools where you can justify taking him. Definitely not where he's mocked. But right. he just edges out web for me at quarterback five. Okay. Um, any? Do you want to do any uh, quarterback sleepers? Maybe right now we'll do a little dark horse or a sleeper. You have you have a? I'll be honest. I, for the viewers and me, who are the fifth to undrafted quarterbacks? Fifth round or below? Uh, I mean, I marked down two guys: Brad Kaya. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. He has upside problems. Yeah, too. and he, you know he they, these guys at this point do have some problems. I think Brad Kyle would have benefited going back another year, um, but I have him comp to like a Mark Sanchez. He's not very mobile. He's a game manager. He'd be great with just a, a good run game. You know, you put him in, you know, I don't know, Dallas or you know you put I, he's he's a backup. I mean, he really is. I mean, he, there's potential there. I think uh, there's definitely potential there, but. You know, and then maybe a guy like Nate Peterman out of uh, Pitt. A lot of people have comped him. I've seen – I like this game compared to Kirk Cousins. Um, again, like a, another late-round guy who could come in. You know, again, game manager, kind of make a couple throws here and there, but not going to do much. But it, he could take – again, these guys could take off, and they have the ability to do so, I think. You know, you're not looking at guys like uh, the kid from Virginia Tech or the kid from Tulsa or wherever some of these – quarterbacks come from i'd agree and then i just look at the list of uh my sleeper definitely especially for the patriots maybe round four or five i want your thought on him from the giants uh, josh dobbs yeah. uh, Tennessee. i watched three games of him actually and it's interesting there's a he makes a lot of damn plays for he's fast he, he threw some diets against bama but his and his clock is yeah he holds the ball for five seconds he gets decked he needs to his thing is timing timing and the release it really isn't there, throwing mechanics, but I see enough where you could justify a mid-round pick. He's an aerospace engineering major. Smart yep. kid. Yep. He's like a good yeah. mid-late round quarterback, maybe a backup in the league. Right. I agree. You know, you know, again, you never know what these guys think. He's just a good character guy. He's just probably like a safe bet late. Um, he's got a little bit of a ceiling, and that could pan out. It's like a boomer or a bust kind of guy. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. I like I like him as well, Josh Dobbs. Um so I think that would be it for today. You have any uh, closing thoughts you want to share? Or? Uh, closing thoughts as the combine comes up. There's a few players in my mind that I'm just curious about athleticism. Okay, Sidney Jones. I'm curious. He's only 170 pounds. I saw in yeah. NFL.com. Is that who? Yeah, that's that's brutal for a six-one. But I'm just curious. He better run fast at that size. And then Hassan Reddick. There's been stories about him translating to linebacker on his quickness. And then Bashan Mata, how his athleticism translates. Any combined thoughts for you? 
Yeah, I think for myself, uh, obviously, again, always watch the quarterbacks, see how they throw. Uh, again, it's on air, so um, and they know what it's going to be. I mean, it has it doesn't change. Uh, people, I like when they say, "Oh, the pro day is scripted." Well, so is the combine. I mean, they know what they're going to be doing. Yeah, totally um, so of course, uh, the, qu- the quarterbacks are always the center of attention there. Uh, I'd like to see a couple of the forties, um, especially from like the bigger backs, like you know Fournette and Dante Foreman, kind of guys like that. And also, um, I like to see the measurables because these are like the legit measurables, not like some schools that like inflate the guy. Like West Virginia, like, a lot. they like inflate. Like Russell Douglas is apparently like six two. Sure. Like, sure. Let, let's see. If he is, no, I mean, like, God bless. If he is, that's great, you know. And yeah, he's so. like long corners, so. And then players could fall. Like, King's height's been questioned. He could be five nine and a half. That would really send him the late second round. Right. It's definitely interesting. Measurables are interesting, and medicals. Oh, this injury, that injury. I would say medicals, measurables off the field. That will be, you know, rumors about guys will be coming out. So it'll be interesting to see, man. And then my final thought is NFL. Banning Chad Kelly from the combine. Come on, that the man deserves to be there. Let him. You're scared he's gonna throw absolute lasers down there and just run like a four six. You're scared. I agree. Give, I agree with that. No, I agree because you you know what? Like off field issues. Joe Mixon has off field issues. Right. right. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Honestly, a lot of those guys probably have. Again, you'll find out about some guy who we didn't even know about you know Laramie Tunsil was he at the combine yeah and we found that on draft night exactly gas mask city and you're like giants come on yeah i know well whatever yeah, what? T- typical giants but yeah it would be good and then we'll we'll discuss uh we'll discuss that next week maybe we'll do a show later on in the week post combine maybe not on tuesday maybe like a thursday or uh friday next week just to get a post combine in and uh, so we'll discuss up to the draft maybe we'll have a guest a guest here there but I uh, yeah. hope you enjoy this great old podcast, and uh, yeah. talk to you later. Yeah, absolutely. See you guys. Thanks. Peace.